happening weekly bread family how's everyone doing i know it's been a while but you know what i'm back with some new content and today we have a very special guest on the show one of my good friends and one of my gym bros we got rachel rolfs on the show so rachel please tell the weekly bread family a bit about yourself hello weekly bread family I'm Rachel. It's nice to meet all of you and to those of you who listen. Um, yeah, I'm Rachel Ralphs. I'm 21 years old and I'm a singer, songwriter and producer. Sure. Thank you so much for that. So you're a music artist, which is really cool. And you've got a new song coming out soon, which is really cool. So could you please tell the Weekly Bread family a bit about what inspires your songs so my new song coming out is called better with you if you haven't listened to any of my other music you can listen to it on spotify where gabby's podcast is and on apple music as well or anywhere else where you listen to music i'm excited to release this song it's very different to what um i've released before it's very more heartfelt i guess and i think what inspires me to write music like this is for other people to listen to it because as a songwriter or as a writer in general, anyone who writes things knows that if you write something, your truth could be someone else's opening to feel a certain emotion. With this song in particular, I think it was just needed for me to write about a situation that I haven't felt in a long time. And it may not have even been my situation. I normally write about a whole bunch of different people as well, which is very interesting because some people just don't. But if someone comes to me with relationship problems, yes, I will help them. But at the same time, I'm like, hmm, that could be a very cool song. Mm-hmm. I think it's good for people to feel emotions. And I think I have a platform to have music and in my music write about heavy topics or lighthearted topics that someone can relate to. And if they relate to it, it could be their truth as well as mine. Sure, I love that, eh? So basically... Writing music is not only a hobby, it's it's definitely something you're passionate about, but it also helps you with your mental health. Yeah, it definitely does. Like I said, as much as my music can be my truth, it can be someone else's truth. Like music is therapy for so many people. But yeah, it has definitely helped me. I've been songwriting since I was literally seven years old. Sure. And I, I've always used it as a, a scapegoat where I've written songs to deal with my emotions in a way that helps me understand them better. Mm. Like how some people, if they feel a certain way, then they write it in a list so it's in front of them so they can understand it. Mm. Whereas I just do it with music because music has always been like my kind of therapy and something that has always helped me. So, yeah, it's definitely helped my mental health. It definitely grounds me and makes me understand exactly what I'm feeling in so many different ways. I guess if I can write exactly what I'm feeling and if it's a certain emotion that's like heavy or something, then I know other people are going through the same thing, then I can be that person, I can be their scapegoat as well, Sure. which is, it's heartwarming to feel that way. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a very productive way to deal with your emotions. It helps you understand what you're feeling a lot better, definitely when you can express it. And sometimes, I know with me, because I also tend to, struggle with anxiety so yeah the podcast has been a good way to kind of tackle that anxiety it's been a very productive way to talk about you know these real situations that and and that we all struggle with and it's also very relatable yeah so 
let's talk about mental health. Well, one thing I know about mental health is that it's not the same for anyone. Mm. Everyone goes through a different stage in their life where they can feel happy or sad. But I think when it comes to mental health or specifically like dealing with anxiety or depression, there are different types that you can have, mm. as, as anyone knows that. Yeah. But I think what people need to understand is that when someone says they are depressed or when someone says they are anxious or have anxiety or something, they can either be really high-functioning with it or they're low-functioning. But majority of the time, especially in today's society where everyone has like five different jobs at once mm-hmm. or everyone has to do something all the time to keep them busy... Most of the time, especially in the society that we live in now, I think a lot of people deal with depression but are very high-functioning at it. They don't necessarily have to be in bed crying and alone. Which, yes, it can be that. It can be as debilitating as that. But at the same time, a lot of people are very high-functioning. And I think that's important for people to understand that if you talk to anyone, Mm -hmm. you just need to be kind to them because you don't know. You wouldn't know... Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't know what that person's going through, especially if they're high-functioning, because it's a good way to mask emotions. That's so true. Yeah, so what do you think about therapy, like going to therapy? Therapy, for one, is one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. I've always loved going to therapy. It's helped me in in ways that a lot of people haven't helped me, in a lot of ways that people thought they could help me, Mm -hmm. where... If I just go to therapy, because I've been going to therapy for, I think, I don't know, like the past two months now. Yeah. And I have gone before as well in like earlier years. But recently I've been going quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's helped me so much because it's made me see clear of my emotions and how I'm dealing with things and like which ways are, are unhealthy and which ways are healthy yeah. and how I can stop negative thoughts and replace them with good thoughts and mm-hmm just constant cycles and how I can calm myself down and honestly it's just it's speaking to someone with no judgment which I know you can do outside of therapy but it's kind of freeing knowing that they know nothing about you I feel like I can just talk for ages with them which is fantastic but at the same time it's just it's so nice to finally have someone that can tell you exactly what's wrong and how you're dealing with it and how you can deal with it and honestly it makes the biggest situation in my brain mm-hmm. come down to the smallest little thing. Yeah. And I can tell what triggered it and how to stop it from triggering and all of that. And I just, I appreciate it so much. And that I just love therapy. I think, I think it's a good thing. I know some people hate it because as, as soon as you go to therapy, it's like, eh, you're going to yeah, therapy. There's a whole stigma kind of thing to it. Yeah, definitely. There's a big stigma around therapy. But honestly, I think therapy is one of the best things to happen to anyone. I think even if you think you are, like, the best mental place in your life, I think therapy is still a good option yeah. because it's it's good to understand yourself, even if you just go once. Yeah, it's definitely good to get that extra guidance, right? And it's also clinical advice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I know with me, like, I've, as I said, I've struggled and continue to struggle with anxiety, And what I've really learned is that anxiety can be helpful in certain respects, like if it motivates you to get things done and to be productive, but it can also be quite debilitating 
if it interferes with like your daily functioning and you're constantly crowded with all these intrusive thoughts and I feel like that's the case with a lot of people and therapy could really help with practical steps on how to like tackle that and deal with that because everyone is going through something you know like their own set of challenges whether they speak about it or not and sometimes it's difficult to speak I know with me and I've I've spoken about this before like being emotionally vulnerable like even opening up to you it's (laughs) it's like you know it's not the easiest thing because I don't know what to talk about exactly so I feel like with therapy they really guide the conversation nicely because yeah. you're definitely it's you're not going with one thing it's an accumulation of things right yeah. and what's nice is I've been to therapy is they definitely guide the conversation and give you those practical steps um on how to tackle whatever you're going through yeah so I know for example to deal with my anxiety, going to the gym with you yeah. has been so good. <laughs> it has been, we are like the best gym gym rats, dude, honestly. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Planet Fitness. We we are out here. But yeah, what have been some other ways, like besides your music, that have really liked help you cope and understand your emotions better? So I know definitely going to the gym. Yeah. Your music too. Yeah. But what else do you think? Funny enough, one thing that actually helps me so much with, like, at least grounding myself Mm -hmm. is just reading. That's so true. Yeah. One thing about me, guys, I read. Rachel can read. I read. No, I don't don't mean I read, okay? I read. Like, literally four books in one day. Okay, maybe not four in one day, but, like, four in one week I can do. That's That's It's still insane. Yeah, it's a bit crazy. I wish I had passion yeah. to like read it's a little hyperfixation thing that my ADHD just decides to be like hey let's let's, let's, let's like reading like right now um but yeah it definitely helps because before I started like picking up books to read it would just be the casual oh let's just open Instagram mm-hmm. let's just open TikTok social media social media and I would I would doom scroll for hours yeah it's a trap it is it's a trap it's a trap for real so yeah reading definitely helps that because social media also damages my mental health sometimes because I see things that I'm like "Mm, oh no but reading on the other hand like even if it's just like a little romance book which the majority of the time it is um it helps because I can escape from what I am feeling number one but also I'm not drowning myself in a social media i'm rather drowning myself in something positive because reading is good for your brain but also another thing that has also really helped me mm-hmm. is weirdly enough talking to my brother a lot that is so wholesome though that know, is so sweet what know, do you it is awesome my brother's like my best friend shout out to josh yeah, shout, shout out shout out josh he's literally next door <laughs> <laughs> but yeah talking to him has helped me a lot because out of like our whole family and everything that's happened in our family. Mm-hmm. My brother and I are like the constant two that have always just stayed together. Mm-hmm. So being able to talk to him, knowing that we share experiences and share issues, um, having him is really comforting because... It's relatable. Yes, it is, it's relatable completely. But he also understands like where I'm coming from and why I'm doing this. And again, it's like 
a free therapy at home. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I'm just with him and we don't talk mm-hmm. and we just sit next to each other. It's that's so that silence is could it literally says more than anyone could ever say. Yeah. It's it's very comforting. No, I love that. Like the dynamic between you and your brother is so sweet. Yeah, it's different than most sibling relationships, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so Let's talk about social media. Okay. <laughs> Let's just get straight into it. TikTok. When did you join TikTok? So oh. TikTok before TikTok was Musical.ly. Oh, and I joined... Yes, but I joined then. My TikTok account I have right now is still my Musical.ly account. No, really? No, dead ass. Being so, so wait, for real. Actually, I didn't know that. So like TikTok... So Musical.ly transitioned into TikTok. They just changed yeah. the name and yeah. like the logo. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been on it since 2016, still got the same account, haven't changed anything. Shout out. Yeah, and uh, I got a new Instagram account in, I think, 2019. Okay, cool. Yeah, so. So you've been on the app ever since. Yeah. And, um, you know, I don't have TikTok. Good, girl, good. (laughs) I don't know. I literally downloaded it once. And for some reason, it was just making me so anxious. I don't know why. But I feel like it's really similar to Instagram Reels, right? Yeah, it is. Except Instagram Reels is like two months late on like the content I already see on TikTok. But about the feeling anxious on it, I get that completely. Like I don't feel anxious on it. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it because I my my feed is like weird and full of different memes, memes, dude. It's literally DJ Khaled every day. (laughs) But um, um, my best friend Jordan. Yeah. She. She has this crazy love-hate relationship with social media in general. Okay. So she will download Instagram mm-hmm. and then delete it. No, really? Yeah, 100%. She'll down, or like, she doesn't have TikTok because she had TikTok and then it made her anxious. Yeah. So she just deleted it. Okay. But even with Instagram, she'll download Instagram and then she'll delete it because she doesn't want to scroll on Reels. Mm. Because it's so time-consuming. It is time-consuming. You, you get lost in it. Yeah. So then... <laughs> She'll delete it, and then it got to the point where she had to delete YouTube as well. Wait, <laughs> not YouTube. Yeah, because she didn't have Instagram Reels, so what did she do? She watched oh, YouTube, YouTube shorts. shorts. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's, fair. that's like next level deep down. But um, yeah, when she has a really bad social media addiction, so it's good that she deletes it on and off. Yeah. Because it got to the point where after she deleted YouTube as well, she'd open her Safari and then go on Safari. Oh like log in on yep. Instagram and yep. TikTok through Safari. Yep. Because then it technically doesn't count. Girl Apple, math. Apple Pay? Yep, doesn't count. <laughs> doesn't count. Yeah, so I think social media is a good thing and a bad thing. I think I think it can be healthy in some ways. Yeah. Because it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. And it even keeps everyone connected. Yes, uh, and like I was going to say like especially for TikTok it's like a it's a little community. Yeah, it's very wholesome. Yeah, and everyone kind of shares the same experience if you're on the same page. Definitely. Yeah, but um, I think, I think it can also be very damaging. Yeah. What do you think? There's pros and cons to everything, right? So I also agree with that. Like, I can't hate on social media. I love social media. Yeah, I mean, who too. doesn't? Um, it's definitely really fun. It keeps you connected and up to date. But I think... Like a negative would be how time consuming it is. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what makes me anxious because I feel like I'm not being 
productive. productive. Yeah. So that's why I get so anxious sometimes when I'm on social media. Funny enough, not on Instagram, only on TikTok for some reason. Because yeah, it's constant. It's literally constant. Okay, and, that's... And the new... Have you have you heard about the new um, uh, things you can do on TikTok? No. So on TikTok, you can make it a clear screen. Yeah. And then you can also make it auto scroll for you. No. Yep. And the worst part is now you can make it a mini a mini thing on your phone. So you know how YouTube goes into like the corner. Oh, like even um okay yeah that's true like even if you're on one two three movies or something yeah. and you want to get into another app it does the same thing. Yeah. So TikTok does that. So you can scroll on Instagram and watch TikTok at the same time. Fun. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Something exciting. That has happened recently is you've told me that you've started driving actually. Yeah. So okay, I've been driving. <laughs> I've been driving. Just to put it out there, she's had her license for a while, guys. Okay, no, I got my license this year. <laughs> Slay, I got mine last year. Okay, in December, right? Yeah, in December. Okay, I got mine in Feb. Literally twinning. Yeah, literally. Um, and it's been a really nice experience. I haven't had a car to drive but now I do so it's kind of fun it's really exciting there's a lot of errands to run I don't know that but I like driving right now like my all my family members would always tell me when you get your license like for the first few months it's going to be super fun you're going to love driving you're going to want to go here and there and run all the errands yeah but eventually you're gonna hate it and I'm still at the point where I love it. Like, I don't mind running these random errands. I'm yep. like, okay, give me the car keys. Let me go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how you've been driving since when? Um, I got my license in December. So since January. Okay. Beginning of this year. But yeah, I've been driving for a while. And I, I'm still not over it. I love driving yeah. so much. But I'm also a car person. I'm obsessed with cars. Yes, you are. Yes, I've, I've always been obsessed with cars. And now that I can actually drive my own one, mm-hmm. even though it's my uncle's car. But still, a car is a car. Yes, a, a car is a car. A win is a win. But now that I can drive, and I'm also errands, your your every day. Literally. So Rachel has been fetching me to go to the gym. And when did we start going together? Since May. Since May? Stop. Have we been gym bros since May? Okay. So yeah, Rachel has been fetching me to go to the gym since May. And, like, our usual routine is running errands yeah. after our, like, gym session. So we go to, like, pick and pay or we can't foods yep. or, I don't know, just these random Discam. Discam, random errands. And I love it. Yeah. It's, like, the best part of Yeah, the day. but now you're doing errands as well. Yeah. As soon as you start driving, girl, parents are like, hey, I need this, 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 mm. this. And, but I don't mind, honestly. Like, yeah, you said you don't do mind. I. I don't mind at all. Yeah, I think it's fun. I'm still at the point where I love it. You know, the the independence. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, especially, like, being in the car by yourself mm-hmm. with music blasting. That's the thing, though. Like, in the car that I'm driving right now, I don't have the orcs. Girl. <laughs> Listen, I'll sort it out, though. I just started driving this car, like, maybe a few weeks ago. Does it have CD things? Yeah, yeah. Do you want, I have CDs. Do you want CDs? I mean, why not? I literally have Justin Bieber CDs. You have Justin? And High School Musical CDs. Oh, cute. But I need to get that orcs thing. 
Okay, yeah, you, you do. figure out, like, I don't even know where you can get it from. And I tried to use, like, my USB mm. cable, but then it was like, it doesn't support the cable. Yeah. So. Fair enough. To, yeah, I need to sort that out. But, like, once I get my music, once I get my tunes. Your we're gonna, tunes. We're going to be vibing. Yeah. But, yeah, I think driving is very fun. And I'm glad that you've actually started, like, properly, like, yeah. independence driving. Now, for mm-hmm. real, I think for that's a, a massive step hashtag adulting yeah literally hashtag adulting yeah 20 year old adulting literally you're 21 damn yeah you're tw- you're 20 <laughs> baby girl <laughs> listen no one has to know i want to go back that's all i'm saying i want to be a kid again oh my word. because yeah. when like when our parents were like no enjoy being a kid enjoy going to high school and being in school you'll never get these days back they were being so for real because... Real. Yeah. What is one thing you miss about school? In general? Yeah. I think I miss the routine. You know, just going to this place every day, seeing people who you know. Yeah. The same people. You have your own group of friends. Yeah. Teachers know you. Yeah. And just that, like, community, that sense of community and support system. I think you definitely do get that. out of school but it's not the same you know like your routine switches up completely like going to school is a constant routine you're aware of what's happening yeah literally and now i'm just freestyling every day um yeah but what about you what do you miss about school yeah i agree with the freestyling every day part that's me right now yeah (laughs) yeah um one thing i do miss about school funny enough i miss like the balls like the valentine's (gasps) balls Like and the spring balls yeah, and the civvies days damn the civvies days was so real though. not that we had civvies days guys i'll tell you one thing me and gabby we went to the same school mm-hmm. but one thing about our school we didn't have civvies days often so when we had civvies days we they went out like choosing your fit your for civvies day was so real no, like having it yeah night before <laughs> laying it on your bed <laughs> or like on your um the chair of your desk or whatever yeah. like and purposefully waking up even earlier that day so you make sure you look good. Yeah. Have to look clean. Have to look clean for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I really miss the, the Valentine's balls and like all of that because I remember like it was the it was a time where we could all just chill together and it didn't really matter, like it didn't yeah, it just didn't matter. We were all just freestyling as well. Yeah. But at the same time there was like that that peak of like twenty sixteen music. Oh you know what? That reminds me. Do you remember how we would like carry speakers yeah. to school? Yeah. And like during break or like after school, we would just like listen to music on the field. Yeah. And it was so fun. And yeah. then in matric, unfortunately, that had to like come to an end. Like we didn't really get the proper matric experience, did we? No. We matriculated. 2020 so yeah. that's peak covid yeah it was a very it was a very sad time honestly yeah it was very sad honestly um it's sad that we didn't get our our former trick experience but we, also everything that was just happening in the world it was it was a very scary time yeah it definitely was um yeah it was but i think at the same time i kind of enjoyed being at home during really? during covid wait but like what would you do at home Girl. I would be at home so bored. 
like no constantly on my phone not knowing what to do wanting to go outside like just walking around my yard trying to keep myself busy really yeah like i didn't know what to do like i just wanted to go outside dude covid for me stunning times literally stunning i enjoyed every second of it especially okay maybe not 2021 but during matric 100% i did because i would pull up to the class in my pjs no one would know i'm wearing pjs yeah, yeah, literally Microsoft Teams. They wouldn't know I'm in my PJs. My camera would be on. I'd be there for the hour. I'd take notes, whatever, whatever. Class would be done. I'd go and get my breakfast from the kitchen, come back to the study, mm-hmm. chow, and in live class. Yeah. Live my Literally live my best life. And then during break, I'd go sit outside. Or I'd watch a YouTube video. I was so happy. Re- oh, my word. You have, like, such a good routine. I can't even remember my routine in matric. I think I just like wake up, chill in bed. Literally, <laughs> I would classes wake up. In bed. Classes in bed. I would wake up. What time did we even start school? Like quarter to eight, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I think around quarter to eight. So I would wake up at quarter to eight yeah. and literally just log on while I'm still like lying down. And then just, like, complete all my classes. But I'd just be in my room, honestly. Like, I didn't know what to do with myself during yeah. COVID. I think COVID for a lot of people was also, like, a... You could get caught in a little trap. Yeah. Like, your like own... isolation. Yes, isolation trap. Like, your own room can become, like, your own little, like, hole of, like, sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Do you remember House Party? House Party? Girl! That app? Stop it right now. Yes, that app. No, I... House Party! That app was traumatic. Why was it traumatic? I loved it. I mean, it was fun, but... I don't even want to I remember someone getting me, like, like, pinging me almost. What was it? Like, poking me or, like, waving at me, saying, (gasps) Hello, they're coming to the room. Hello, they're calling me. Yeah, to, like, enter the the chat. Yo, what a time that was. You could play games on that app, too. It was fun. Yo, I miss House We were never on a house party No, we weren't. But then again, like, we were always friends, but I don't think we were ever this close. No, we, were, we weren't. Like, even in school, like, we would chill or hang out, and, like... We'd always hang out in a group, though. Yeah, so. in a group. Like, never, like, one-on-one. Yeah, but, but now we like hanging one-on-one. Yeah, that definitely changed a lot this year. Yeah. And I'm really happy about that. Yeah, I'm happy about it, too. That's <laughs> so cute. Love it. <laughs> Wholesome. But, yeah, I've really enjoyed our little conversation today. Thank you so much, Rachel, for joining me and sharing a bit of your story and experiences with the Weekly Bread family. Is, this, is there anything you'd like to say before we close off for today? I just want to say thank you. I appreciate being here. I didn't think I'd be here, but here I am on the Weekly Bread podcast, and I appreciate it. And yeah, I'm just happy to be here. If you want to listen to my music, you can stream it anywhere. My name is Rachel Rolps. You can find me on any platform under that name. All right, thank you so much. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. I will see you guys in the next one. Bye.